Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish and I'm also known as the Nova Coach. So, welcome to the year 2022. How has it been so far for you? I hope you are keeping well. I have delayed putting this episode out just out of respect for the tragic passing of Ashling Murphy, the young Irish woman who was a very talented musician, teacher and camogie player back home in Ireland. I think we all felt it, especially Irish among the expat community. It was palpable, the grief, and a very sad time, really. I've noticed online that there have been open, honest, I hope to say productive conversations starting to happen. But with the same breath, I do want to acknowledge that it is unfortunate and so sad that this is happening because of another life being lost. It's very sad that we're now starting these conversations in a more serious manner. Um, but I, I suppose that is what happens when tragedy strikes. People do start to listen, so... If you were impacted by what happened or you felt quite lost maybe or sad, to put it simply, just sad. It was so sad. I cried so much. My heart just broke for her, for Ashling, her family, her partner, her students. I think we all could see us or somebody we know in Ashling Murphy. And I think that's why it really touched the hearts of all the Irish people around the world and I'm sure further afield in other um, countries. So I just wanted to to say anyway, just to mark a respect for her before I begin this podcast. And that's why I kind of delayed it because it didn't feel right putting out a podcast and even posting content, to be fair. So... Yeah, offering my condolences to anyone that knew her who may be listening and to her family and friends and her partner and her students and colleagues at home in Ireland. Okay, so with that said, I am going to shift the energy of the podcast now. It's going to be a bit more up-tempo. Okay, so how is your 2022 going? Tell me. In the DMs on Instagram, please. It's unfortunate there's no comments on these podcasts. I'd love to be commenting people, whoever listens. So if you do listen, please message me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Because I do know people listen, but I have no idea who you are, where you're listening from. Well, I have an idea where people are listening from, but I don't really get that much statistics of actual locations. But please do message me if you've listened. Tell me how your 2022 is going so far. So... We're in the final week of January and I want to share just some tips on goal setting, how best to set you up for success and just a few exercises that you could do with pen and paper to bring more clarity into your life and to really know what you want to achieve. So I guess when we begin setting goals, I've learned from James Clear from his book, Atomic Habits. I'm sure many people know it. It's a very popular book. It's a bestseller. It's an incredible book about habits. I've, I actually have the book, the physical book, but I actually listened to it on Audible. I've listened to it about three times now. I feel listening to that book 
was easier than reading it. I couldn't really get through it reading it. I don't know why. I just preferred listening to it. So, yeah, it's something I always go back to every, to be fair, every every year <laughs> to remind me of his strategies. But um, he, he is amazing and what he has to share is fantastic. So I'm using him as inspiration and also Gary V. Some people might know I'm an absolute diehard fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. And I just think he's he's unreal. He's just he's such um, <clears throat> he's such an advocate for empathy in the world and just cultivating compassion among people and just being kind as well as being a phenomenal businessman as well. And he used to romanticize the whole hustle. And he himself has even admitted in recent times that he doesn't really want to romanticize it anymore because he recognizes that it's not actually healthy to be hustling 24-7 all the time because you have no time for anything else. So he's actually come out on podcasts in recent times to say that he doesn't really advocate for hustling anymore, um, which I thought was really cool because you can just see how he's growing himself and he's even just developing his philosophy and ethos which is really cool and he's very I find him in my opinion I find him very humble and I'd say it doesn't matter how big or how much money he will make I think he will just always remain very true to himself and very true to his values so yeah fun fact I also met Gary Vee in Dubai just before the pandemic November 2019 he was speaking in Dubai and I went there. It's a whole story, but basically I ended up going on stage and like he called me up on stage. I didn't just storm up there. He called me up on stage after I asked a question and I asked him for a hug and he gave me a hug and I got a selfie with him and it was like the greatest moment ever. Like he's class. And you know when people say don't meet your heroes? I think I'm one of the very, like, not one of, I'm one of many people that are lucky enough to say that he was even cooler in person. Like, he was just so, so cool. It was quite surreal knowing I'd met him in person. So, yeah, very lucky that I that I met him and that he actually turned out to be a good guy. <laughs> it didn't ruin it for me, you know. Anyways, let's get going. Um... Okay, so firstly, when you are thinking about your goals, think of your goals as the natural outcome as to what you will achieve by becoming the person you want to become. So really, instead of setting the goal, write down who you want to become. So throughout this episode, get a pen and paper, press pause every now and then so you can actually do this in real time. And then you have that kind of activity done. So if you want now, you can press pause and just write down the question, who do I want to become? And write it down. And give yourself permission to let go of the old identity in order to move forward and create a better, meaningful life for yourself. Often when we want to affect change or transform we find it very difficult to let go of the old me, to let go of our old identity because it's familiar, it's comfortable. And there's nothing more scary than the unfamiliar. So just really be aware of that little voice coming into your head when you're writing down who you want to become and it could be someone so totally different to who you are right now, but it's it's your intuition speaking. You know you can become this person, right? That's what you're tapping into right now. And give yourself permission to just explore that and have fun with that. Because yes, it is unfamiliar. It is uncertain territory. But get comfortable with the uncomfortable in order to achieve what you want to achieve and to become who you want to become. Who says you cannot change? Like seriously, who? If there are any, any people in your life that are saying you cannot change, you need to start doing an audit on the people you spend your time with and listen to. Because that will be greatly impacting your own 
mindset, your mental health, even your self-esteem and self-belief. So if you want to, take another pause here and audit the people you spend most of your time with. Who are the five people you spend your most time with? And think about your colleagues. Think about your friendship circles. Think about your family. I know if anyone here is listening and they're an expat, you probably don't have many family members you spend your time with, to be fair, unless you have brothers and sisters over in your expat country. But the chances are you you don't have family where you are. But just really audit that space of who you're spending your time with and how are they adding or taking away from your energy are they adding to your energy are they inspiring you encouraging you motivating you or are they taking away your energy are they drainers I think I mentioned before in earlier episodes the difference between the drainers and the radiators be a radiator yourself but also hang out with radiators and if you yourself can recognize a pattern that you are a drainer Don't make yourself wrong for that. Don't judge yourself for that. But self-awareness is a powerful tool. So the next step is to actually take action to change that. Become a better version of yourself. But don't make yourself wrong. Don't guilt trip yourself. It's not worth it. It's a dead end. Don't, Don't even bother. The recipe for sustained success. Number one, decide on the type of person you want to be. And then, number two, prove it to yourself with small wins. So, the wins are the small actions you take. And James Clear says, every action is a vote for the person you want to be. So this is why it is so important to be clear on the person you want to become rather than the goal. You'll achieve the goal when you start becoming the person you want to be, when you start taking those action steps. Something really interesting I heard James Clear talk about recently on a podcast with Brene Brown. Side note, it's a two-part podcast episode on Brene Brown's um, Unlocking Us podcast fantastic by the way give it a listen he speaks about the myth of creating a habit within 21 days within 30 days within 90 days he doesn't believe in having a streak of 21 days because he says if you miss a day that's okay but don't miss two days try not to miss two days in a row because then it's harder to get back on track And he says that when you are accumulating all of these actions together, if you always have more actions for the person you want to become rather than the days you didn't do the action and you didn't vote, let's say, with the action for who you want to become, if you still have more votes or action steps that add up to the person you want to become you are still getting closer to that goal that you want to achieve so I'll just say that one quote again every action is a vote for the person you want to be so what are the action steps you're going to take that will be the votes for the person you want to be so if you want again get ready to press pause I'll give you a question what would a blank person's daily habits look like so if you think of your previous question of who do I want to become take an adjective from that part that um, write-up you may have done of who you want to become take an adjective from that so let's say example I want to become a healthy person so then put the word healthy in the blank that I have here for you what would a blank person's daily habits look like so what would a healthy person's daily habits look like and write it down 
put yourself in their shoes and write down what would their day look like from the moment they wake up to the moment they go back to sleep. And then you will start to see the actions are basically mapped out for you right there for you to take daily habits. And then that's the compound interest you have, the compound impact, as he says, not interest, sorry. (laughs) The compound impact that you have, that every step adds up. Baby steps, and that's all it is, baby steps. And know that I always believe there's always a reason for the journey that we're on. If you are on a path that you are not happy to be on right now, if you are in a moment in your life where you are so stuck, you cannot see a way out. There is always a reason for the road, for the path that we are on. And it could be that it's character building, it's building up resilience, but also sometimes we have to hit such a low in order to rise up from the ashes and it's not necessary but sometimes it is the best thing for some people everyone is different but sometimes repetition of making the same mistakes mistakes over and over again is often all we need to learn the very difficult way of how to stick to something and how to how to really learn a lesson now, of course, we all know the, insan- the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. But maybe when we're doing the same thing over and over again, we're just still trying to learn a lesson. So just be kind to yourself. If you're in a low point in your life, you're stuck, you're feeling a bit lost, you're not sure where to go, but you still f- are, let's say, you, you keep hitting a dead end. And you don't know how to get out. Be compassionate with yourself. It could be a lesson that you're meant to be learning. And then, you never know, you could be the person then that's actually teaching people about the times you are in right now. In the future, you could be telling people about the times that you're in right now and how you clawed your way back. And you built up that resilience and confidence and self-belief in yourself. So don't underestimate the hard times. Everyone loves an underdog. I believe in you. I believe in the underdog. Something that is really helpful when you're creating goals is to create a vision board. Now, I'm sure I have spoken about this before. But when you're creating a vision board, it does exactly what it says in the tin. It's all visual. And I'm sure people know this by now. It's all about the vision, the pictures, the visuals you put onto your vision board, they enter your daily subconscious. And your daily subconscious, sorry. (laughs) They enter your subconscious daily. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I just said that. I apologize. Anyways, it was the first day back at school today after three weeks of online learning. I'm sure you're all feeling it as well for any teachers out there. Um, But something that's really important when you're creating a vision board is to think of all five senses. So what you hear, what you see, what you smell, what you taste, what you touch. And the more integrated your vision board is with all the five senses, the more you can start to really believe it, that it exists and that it is yours and you can have it. Also, get as detailed and specific as you possibly can. So when you're saying something like, I want more money, you could put a picture of money, but it's not very specific. Like, how much money do you want? Like, put that on the vision board. How will you generate that income? Put the the method of you making that money right beside it so you know how you're going to generate it. And getting specific with your vision board 
is sending a message to the universe what you want and you will start to attract it. Something really important is the priming effect. P-R-I-M-I-N-G, priming effect. And the priming effect is basically, have you ever woken up in the morning and you had such a weird dream about someone and you're like, God, why were they in my dream? So random. I haven't spoken to them in years. Or a random location was in your dream and you're not really sure where that came from. But you may have looked at it before you went to sleep. Or that person who was in your dream who's really random could have been on your news feed on Facebook before you went to sleep or Instagram. So that is the priming effect. Whatever you look at last before you go to sleep is entering your subconscious. And then it is replaying in your subconscious mind for your six to eight hours sleep at night. And that's why you may have really strange dreams and not really know where they came from. Of course, a a very cliche example of this is when you watch a scary movie before going to bed and you can't go to sleep at night because you feel like you're going to have nightmares because the scary movie was the last thing you watched. It was the last visual you had in your mind, your conscious mind when you were awake before you went to sleep. So this is the priming effect. So imagine if you use that to your advantage for your vision and your goals So when you create your vision board, make sure it is the last thing your eyes look at before you close them going to sleep. Because what you're doing is you're looking at your vision board, what you want to achieve, what you want your life to look like, who you want to become, back to that question of your identity. And when you look at your vision board, the last thing at nighttime, you are allowing your subconscious mind to process those images for six to eight hours every night. And what happens is magic. Your subconscious mind genuinely starts to attract it when you're awake, when you're going about your daily life, when you're working, when you're networking, when you're socializing, when you're out shopping, your subconscious mind is looking for those visions, those visuals from your vision board around in real life. And you will start to really attract that without you even noticing. So I highly recommend Googling the priming effect because it is absolutely fascinating how it works. And it makes sense, right? It really does make sense. So put the phone away, put on airplane mode before you go to bed Take it away from your room. Don't have it beside your bed. And really look at your vision board. Now remember, you can make your vision board as a visual representation on a, like a cardboard or an A1 or is it A2? Yeah, they're bigger than A4, I think. Yes. Um, on like an A2 cardboard paper. And you could have it hanging in your room or in your um, kitchen Anywhere, next to your bedroom mirror, when you're looking in the mirror in the morning and at night before you're going to bed, maybe putting on your your moisturizer and stuff like that. But also know that you can just create it on Pinterest and make it a secret board. So you can be having it in your phone all the time. Now, I know you still would be looking at your phone at nighttime if you had it on Pinterest, but you could save it as a screensaver on your phone. Or just save it as a screenshot that you always look at. Just get creative with it. Something that I think is really important is knowing that when you're changing directions or when you're becoming a new version of yourself, more more authentic version of yourself, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like, look at Oprah Winfrey. She became so successful. But she really had to work hard for it. And it wasn't easy for her. And it didn't happen overnight for her. 
Another woman is Elizabeth Warren. She once was a primary teacher, elementary teacher, and then she became a politician in America. J.K. Rowling, we all know that story. Broke and divorced. And then randomly just starts writing a story that turns into a billion dollar company for her. Harry Potter. Robert Downey Jr. He was an addict before he became an actor. He became successful in his 40s when he did Iron Man. That was his real first blockbuster hit. It's never too late. I'll tell you a good one. (laughs) The Pope. The Pope himself. Pope Francis. Did you know he was a bouncer? When he was very young, obviously. I saw this um, the other night when I was just researching for this episode. The Pope was a bouncer in Argentina. Like, I thought it was so random, but so funny, like, so cool. So it just shows you, like, you can just, you can become anyone you want. And I know a, a lot of it is fear and uncertainty again and I suppose security as well financial security job security but you could do that little by little day by day working towards what you truly want and really listening to your intuition and putting your hand in your heart and really listening to that little inner child you know often looking back over drawings that you did when you were a child like look at pieces of art that you did when you were a child Look at old videos you may have in your house of when you were a child. What were you talking about? What were you, excuse me, what were you interested in? What were you writing in letters that you may have been writing? Ask your mom and dad, you know, what were you interested in when you were young? What was your favorite subject? What were you elated to talk about when you were young? Because that is us at our truest, most authentic selves before the conditioning really starts. And it really, the, the program that we download, let's say, that is our belief system, that only starts when we're seven years old. So from zero to seven, we are this fertile human that could be encouraged to believe absolutely anything about ourselves and then once we hit seven the belief system has now started to to begin downloading from the the upbringing we've had up to the age of seven which is really fascinating so if you are a teacher listening and you're teaching the age group before the year the age of seven really you know recognize the responsibility you have to really foster and hone those students self-esteem and confidence and self-belief like you really are in such a privileged privileged position I'm sure you know that already but um I guess it's just a friendly reminder that just to recognize the influence you have as a teacher in the classroom and you really could you could really inspire someone you know and really make a change and a difference in a child's life I know it's so easy to forget though when we're in the middle of it and when we're doing assessments and data collection and differentiation and all the things and getting technology involved. I totally understand it's so easy to forget that but it's interesting that we do as teachers, myself included, we do have a part to play in fostering that safe environment for children to really believe that they can achieve anything, you know. Remember that fear is false evidence appearing real. We've all heard that one before. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. And it's so much easier said than done. I know. But fear can crush so many dreams. So really be aware of the fear. And acknowledge the fear. You can decide what you want to do with the fear. Will fear 
be in the driver's seat or the passenger seat because fear isn't going anywhere. If you ask all the most incredibly successful people in the world, I'm sure they will all say they were scared at one point or another, but they decided to put fear in the passenger seat. But the trick is to acknowledge the fear and say, look, like I'm being very honest here. Talk to fear like it's a person and say, okay, I hear your fear. I know you're afraid for me, but trust me, I've got this. Take a back seat. Let me be the driver. And what you're doing is in your mind, you're acknowledging the fear because the fear just wants to be acknowledged. You're acknowledging the fear, but you're also reassuring the fear that I've got this. Trust me. I can do it. And then the fear will take a backseat. So that's really important, how to deal with fear. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. My God, everyone would be doing it if it was easy. When you have your vision board created, and when you've really looked at the identity you want to create for yourself, like, I suppose create is the wrong word, the identity you want to continue to unravel because it is who you are at your core. It's not that you want to curate a new person of yourself. You just want to become more of yourself, right? Become more of your authentic self. So as you are looking at the identity you want to continue to unravel within yourself and be more of, Start to look at your vision board and start breaking up your goals, but reverse engineer it. I got this from Gary Vaynerchuk, who I absolutely love. Start to reverse engineer your goals. So, again, the identity, who you want to become, focusing on that, is going to bring you more longevity and more success rate than just looking at the goal. Because you're becoming, let's say, example of the healthy person. Instead of, I want to run sub 30 minutes 5K. Instead of saying that as a goal, again, going back to, I want to become a healthier, fitter person. Then you're starting to look at the person as a whole what are the other habits that are happening for that healthy person other than trying to run sub 30 minutes 5k so then breaking it up and reverse engineering it so you've got your big goal written down when you take it from the vision and you can start saying okay how can I break that up where do I want to be one year from now where do I want to be six months from now Where do I want to be three months from now? Where do I want to be one month from now? Where do I want to be one week from now? And where do I want to be one day from now? But when you're writing down the actions that you want to take to become the healthy person, remember to make them small and achievable. Because if you have huge action steps that you know you're really challenging yourself I believe in challenge but if you're being unrealistic with your action steps what happens is if you miss them and you're not achieving small wins you're losing confidence in yourself and you're losing self-belief and then you're losing the votes remember when I spoke about earlier James Clear's quote about every action is a vote for the person you want to become and then you're losing evidence to show that I can become someone I can become that version of myself I'm dying to become. So when you're making the small steps, make sure they are small steps. My God, the the tiniest of steps. Like if you want to get up earlier in the morning, literally set your clock five minutes earlier every day. Like just keep doing it incrementally, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. And eventually one day you'll wake up at the time you really wished to wake up but you're doing it incrementally and it's achievable and that way you don't really notice it and 
it's going to be more sustainable for longe- longevity and also you've got a better chance of succeeding. So making sure that they are small achievable steps that you can build your confidence on because it's again it's evidence that when you feel down you've missed a day you may have missed two days in a row but you don't make yourself wrong for it you don't beat yourself up over it but if you have you can look at maybe a tracking board you might have like on a whiteboard or something or like an app and you can say okay but you know what the last 15 days I have woken up at so-and-so time or I have been eating so much more fruit and vegetables in my um, eating routine, in my diet. I don't like the word diet. I, I, yeah, I just don't think it's a healthy word. I think we should just be looking at our lifestyle in general instead of just diet. It makes it sound like we're starving ourselves. But looking back then and saying, oh, but I've got 15 days of doing this compared to the two I've just missed, so I know I can do it. That's evidence that I can do it for 15 days. So that, again, is building confidence. The thing that is really harsh to kind of um, realize, but it's also a reality, is that our belief system is not going to change overnight. That we have to lead with our behavior first and then we change the belief system. Because that, again, is the evidence that helps us to believe that we are becoming a better version of ourselves or we are becoming the person we wish to become. So if you do want to eat more healthy and be more fitter, just saying that I am healthy, I am fit, I can do this. There is no evidence to say that you can back that up, that belief system. So if you lead with your actions first then you start telling yourself the belief you will start to believe it because you've got evidence now the action because it comes first a strategy that I use is Mel Robbins five second rule where you just go five four three two one and you do it you just do the task at hand Um, Another book that I would recommend is The Chimp Paradox. The Chimp Paradox talks about the monkey brain. And the monkey brain is basically the part of us that doesn't want to do something, that tries to hijack what we wish to do and hijack us trying to create healthy habits or better habits for ourselves. I definitely recommend that book as well. But Five Second Rule or The Chimp Paradox, um, they both focus on how to focus yourself and the monkey mind you know um so having that strategy to help you do the action first is really important again another strategy that will help you with your action is meditation so meditation i'm sure we are all um seeing the craze that it's becoming a lot more mainstream now which is fantastic I absolutely love meditating I've definitely fallen off the wagon with doing it daily so I'm back on it now doing it daily with um Sinead Hegarty's 21 day meditation challenge I bought the meditation package and it's absolutely amazing I love it so far I'm about halfway through it and how Meditation can help you with your actions to then go to your belief. Meditation is a way that you can regulate your emotions and you can develop self-discipline. And what it actually does is it thickens the frontal cortex, which is your react versus response part of your brain. And your emotions actually come from the limbic system and the amygdala which is your fight, flight, or freeze part of your brain. So meditation can absolutely change the function of your brain and how you react versus respond to certain situations, to your emotions, and in turn can help you develop more discipline and consistency with carrying out tasks that maybe don't feel maybe you don't feel like you want to do but you know you 
want to do to become the person you want to become. And it's a fantastic way to really regulate yourself and to improve sleep, of course, that's a no-brainer. So definitely look at meditation to help you regulate your system, to improve your decision-making, to improve those um, impulses you might get to really give up or quit or press the snooze button in the morning. Meditation is where it's at and it's going to help you develop that discipline. Another thing also to make your habits appealing and pleasurable. So have a reward at the end of doing a small action because then you're looking forward to it and you're not dreading it. And when you have a reward at the end of your action, you're more likely to complete the action, right? You're more likely to do it. And remember, action creates confidence. And then the confidence in you helps you to believe the new belief you want to believe. And then you go about achieving your goals and you see what's the next thing you want to achieve, your strategy. Now, I do want to share something that I think is really important for when you want to achieve your goals. If you feel like you're coming to a brick wall where you are finding obstacles... Ask yourself the question, why, five times. So if anyone knows the Toyota way, it's a book by the company, Toyota. And to ensure that they have high staff morale and excellent quality cars, they ask the question, why, five times to get to the root of a problem. So if you are finding obstacles in your way to achieve your goals, to achieve your vision board, to become the person you want to become, ask yourself the question five times, why? And continue that until you get to the real root of the problem. And then what you'll find is you've got to be honest with yourself and it can be quite confronting, but that's what it's all about to become the person you want to truly become. It can be uncomfortable and like I said earlier if it was easy everyone would be doing it but I believe in you and I know you can do it I know you can do it so sit down if you want again pause if you have obstacles that are in your way to achieving what you truly want that vision board you've created what are your obstacles in your way be honest with yourself because knowledge is power the more awareness you have of your obstacles the better prepared you can become because fail to prepare prepare to fail I'll never forget my business teacher saying that to us in um junior search I will never forget her saying that unbelievable teacher by the way Miss Cosgrave shout out to her she's class um like the more information you have about yourself and understanding of yourself the better prepared you can be in order to move forward And then make sure you find actions to overcome the obstacles when you find the root problem, when you find the root of your why. Get an accountability buddy. So important. That can be a coach, that can be your friend, that could be your sister, your brother. You could have like your own friendship circle as accountability. But accountability is healthy. It's a healthy pressure on you to achieve your goals and to really stand by the promise you made to yourself. And then really put a time on it. When will you achieve this goal or this vision? The last thing I want to share with you is a piece about energy. When you wake up first thing in the morning, you're feeling sluggish, one eye half open, the other one probably still closed. You're feeling around the bedroom wall to turn on the lights, open the curtains. And that is how we all wake up, really, I suppose. We're just trying to find our way (laughs) to get the daylight in but in order to feel that jolt of energy and motivation to really get up and catch the early worm as they say that what is it the early bird catches the worm am I right yeah um you need to shift your energy to actually change your physiology so Tony Robbins who I'm another fan of, 
talks about state story strategy. So you need to change the state of your body. You need to change the physiological state of your body first to get your energy pumping. So that could be movement first thing in the morning, like dancing, singing. Singing is connected to your vagus nerve, which is actually connected to you feeling like you're empowered and um, feeling like you're able to achieve something. It's connected to that confidence part of you. So I absolutely love singing. I'm actually, yeah, I don't sing in the morning, to be fair. I would definitely sing in the evening, though I'm always singing around the house in the evening. But I love music. I love dancing. I would get up and put on a song in the morning and just move my body so that I am changing the physiological makeup and state of my being in that moment. I'm waking up. And then when you've got movement, you've got blood flow and you've got the healthy endorphins moving. Now, of course, it would be to go out and have a run or go to the gym and have a workout to obviously in a more intense way. But even if you want to start small, put on a playlist in the morning for five minutes, have a bit of a dance around the kitchen, around the living room for yourself, in your bedroom if you live with other people, put your earphones on in the morning and really get that energy moving around your body just for a couple of minutes. Then when you have got your body in a state of healthy endorphins, blood flowing, energy moving, you then can go into the story you want to tell yourself. Again, the belief that you want to say to yourself, okay, I am an early riser. I can get up five minutes earlier than yesterday because again, you look at the evidence you've just provided for yourself. You did it. And then you start going into your strategy of achieving your vision board and then of course, achieving your goals. But remember, The vision board is about the person you want to become and the goal is just getting there. Like the vision board is who you want to become and that's what you're striving for. But the goals will just happen. They're just the strategy, the action steps. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope I've made some sense. And please message me on Instagram at the Nova Coach. Send me a DM. Let me know if you've listened to this podcast episode. I'd love to hear from people who listen. I really enjoy listening to people's takeaways and and hearing people's opinions, of course, you know, because I'm just, I'm winging it all the time with this, to be fair. Um, and best of luck and believe in yourself, you know, really believe in yourself because I believe in you. So, um, I always end my podcast episodes with a song. So, this week's song is by a, a lot, Anne, sorry, an electro, <laughs> I can't speak, sorry. <laughs> an electronic duo called Prospa, P-R-O-S-P-A. I'll put the link in my bio here. They recently have a song out called Want, Need, Love. They are deep house kind of vibes, electronic dance. And they're actually from Leeds, which I have a huge love for Leeds because I was born in Leeds. Um, I moved to Ireland then when I was four years old. All my grandparents are Irish, but immigrated to Leeds to work in the 60s, I think it was, around the 60s. Um, So yeah, huge... I've so many I've so much family in England between England and Ireland. Um so I suppose you could say immigration has been in my family for a very long time. Um so yeah, Leeds like is such an amazing place by the way. If you ever are looking for a great weekend away, Leeds, oh my god, the nightlife is epic. It's such a cool city. It's class. It's such a great night out. Um so yeah, Prospa they had a very um, a very good song called Prayer that came out in 2018 and Annie Mack had put them as her hottest record of the month or something or the week, I think. And that's how they became huge. And then you may recognize one of their most recent songs, Ecstasy, which is another fantastic song. But this one want need love is such a good vibe song it's that high vibe song you want to be listening to when you really want to look at that vision board and look at those goals and maybe you want to listen to it when you wake up in the morning five minutes early and get your blood flowing 
change that state change that physiological state and get that energy going you know get the endorphins going so yeah put it on it's a fantastic listen it's good vibes good vibes good vibes i'm just like dancing in my chair right now just thinking of it again because of copyright reasons i'm not allowed to play it i really need to figure out how i can play music on this without like getting myself into trouble for legal reasons there has to be a way if anyone's listened to this do you know is there a way um because everywhere online has been saying that you can't play like music on a podcast without getting permission from the artist which i i don't ask for the permission from the artist so i don't want to get in trouble like i actually don't want to get my podcast like into legal issues you know so yeah and i've such respect for the music industry you know so i don't really want to go down that route but if anyone knows how i could do it in a very legal way where it's not annoying anyone or ruffling feathers i'd love that because i'd love nothing more than to play some music it'd be like my own radio show oh my god i'd love it oh be unreal i'd love it now see like that see how my absolute energy just went shifted and i was like yes this is what music does to me right i just can't explain it like and i know that's probably really annoying when people say oh i love music but like people that know me if you know me personally you know this is not a cliche thing for me like i'm just this has been since i was yay high music does something to my soul i can't explain it and i am the worst for lyrics i think i've said this before on a podcast episode i am the worst person for knowing lyrics to a song and I love singing, like, I'd be the girl that'd be singing, like, at the the hoolies and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't mind having a song. But I, I would have the phone out with the lyrics because I can't remember lyrics to save my life. I'm so bad. But what I'm really good at is the beat and the rhythm and the tempo. And, yeah, it's a shame I don't play an instrument. But anyways, I missed that boat, didn't I? Anyway, I digress. I apologize. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. And I hope you're surrounding yourself with good vibes, people being kind to yourself and kind to others, giving out what you want to receive, believing in yourself, not listening to the naysayers, become the radiator, surround yourself with the radiator, let go of the drainers. You don't need to explain yourself. Nobody needs an explanation. Just be you, authentically you. And yeah. Thank you for listening, as always. I really appreciate it. Sending you good love and vibes. And yeah, lots of love. Take care, guys. Enjoy the song. I hope you listen to the song. Bye.